All right, Sugar, can you see recording on your screen? Oh, yeah, up in the corner. Yeah, I do. Yeah, ka-ching. There we go. It is. Well, everybody, welcome back uh, to the Illogic Podcast. This is episode number four, I'm pretty sure. Uh, We took the Thanksgiving week off. Um, I I know I released the third episode, the beginning of Thanksgiving week. We didn't record anything, um, so we took a week break, but here we are. We're back. Uh, I'm here with my good buddy, Leo James Walters. Uh, <laughs> Leo and I, we've we've known each other since, well, again, uh, just like with Landon and, and Matt, uh, since I went to Rib Lake, pretty much. Uh, we're in the same grade. Uh, but the thing is, what's different, you know, w- with Leo is that he is, he was already, always somebody who was I want to say this in the best way possible. He was sort of a, an, an outlier. He was, he was sort of, <laughs> he was, he was in his own league, but in the, like he did his own, like he didn't give a damn about, you know, about any sort of clicks or anything that was happening. Leo sort of, he followed his own path and did his own thing, which I have tremendous respect for. So when I say you're an outlier, brother, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that like, even even in middle school, when we're the most clicky, right? We're searching for mm-hmm. that, for meaning outside of our families, you still yeah. blazed your own trail. So kudos to you, man. And I, I mean I mean that with total love. Hey, Ali, I, I really appreciate that. I've never once thought of my high school experience that way (laughs) like (laughs) like i like like you you're saying that like i i I didn't give a damn what anyone thought and i I forged my own path like that's not at all how it felt (laughs) (laughs) i like i just felt like i didn't understand anyone else my age like like i only knew the world is this one way (laughs) (laughs) well and so so when you say you don't you didn't feel like you understood anyone else your own age like what can you elaborate on that on that a little bit? Like, what do you mean? I I, I felt like I felt estranged from a, like a lot of people. I felt like I was very like quiet and uh, under. I don't know. Like, like I don't know if this is weird to say, but like scrutiny. Like, just like. Oh, I say that word a lot. I say like a lot. <laughs> I do too, man. I do too. Don't worry. <laughs> um, but it, I remember like always feeling like eyes on me. Like anytime I was in the room with anyone, it was just, it, it always felt like that. Like, I don't, I, I've, I've always been odd. <laughs> Well, yeah. So, so what you're saying, it kind of sounds, so you were experiencing life essentially almost like you were outside of what was really going on. Like you felt like all of like everyone was like watching you um, sort of is like, Oh, there's Leo. There he is. Like Like not necessarily, you know, belonging to, to any sort of group um, specifically, Mm -hmm. but sort of, just sort of floating along and, and experiencing things that we were, but like separate. I know it doesn't make much sense me blabbing about it, but no, no, you're, <laughs> you're all good. I'm, I'm open to, you know, like I, 
I think it's interesting to like like hear this from like a different perspective. You know, I, I don't go around asking people what did you think of me like <laughs> like it'd be such a weird thing to say you know so <laughs> you know hearing it in such a natural way like it's it's interesting <laughs> yeah i mean because it's like i said there i mean you had your groups i mean you had really the the biggest groups that i really thought of well actually there were actually a, a lot uh well there was a the sportier folks, right? Uh, there were like strictly music kids, right? And then there were, mm -hmm. uh, the, there was sort of a third group of, well, there were the, you know, the, the hardcore outdoorsmen. Um, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you, I... you, you didn't really, you, I guess if, if I had to put you in one of those categories, it definitely would have been the music because, Mm -hmm. I mean, you've been, you've been musical as long as I've known you. Um, but like, you still like one thing about you is you could get along with everybody, right? You, you, you didn't necessarily agree with everybody. Right. And not everybody does, but you, yeah. you were still, you're still a good guy to everybody. Right. You didn't make anyone feel like, like they're alienated. Like, Oh, I'm Leo and I hate you, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> You were you were a good guy to everybody, which was which was cool to see. Um, I I definitely try to be like I remember. I remember like that time being very anxious, and off like like upset, for, like just overall for like the most part, you know, like I was. I, I was very full of teen angst, <laughs> you know, like, and I think it showed in like uh, a lot of the music that I would listen to. Um, but was like, there a lot of Nirvana in there? Uh, th there was a bit. Um, so, some of the, the the big ones I was into. Uh, I was in a Black Sabbath a lot. Uh, Black oh, Label yeah. Society. Um, Man, the, the the word black is going to show up a lot. I was going to uh, say any band uh, <laughs> with with the word black in it, you were you, <laughs> you would take a dive into. Uh, oh yeah, um, uh, Black Fell Brides wasn't one of them though. Like that was, like that. I, I felt like that was a different, like a different scene. Uh, Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, like uh, Dio, a lot of like the eighties and nineties like metal when like metal was like first starting to come up. And okay. uh, and around, um, one of uh, touching on the uh, the you had said that I've been like musical for as long as you had known me. Mm -hmm. uh, in kindergarten, uh, we had Miss Trip. I don't know if it was Miss or Mrs. at the time or like what it is now. I, I haven't I haven't <laughs> kept up with my kindergarten teacher. Well, you but... should just shoot her a text. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on <laughs> it's like it's just like randomly after just, all these years yeah just send doing? her a text at like 2 a.m just be like you up question mark <laughs> just send her like just the awkward hey all lowercase like no punctuation <laughs> it's like oh he learned so much in school <laughs> be like hey it's me <laughs> I, I don't know you strange bearded man <laughs> who are you again uh but I, um, I sang 
to her after school one day uh the the song from spongebob where he rips his pants and like like he gets the band together and like yeah yeah i i sang that every every word just acapella like like just just to her because i wanted to like (laughs) um what was her reaction yeah it was uh definitely an out like it's become an outlet kind of um like when i when i'm feeling really really good like that's when like that's when i feel like i should pick up the guitar and like like sing and do that i actually haven't i've kind of fallen off with that like i remember how to play things Mm -hmm. but like I, i have no calluses on my fingers anymore the oh sorry the dexterity and the the, the the finger strength is not there so like like my hand will like cramp up and be i'll be like ah, i used to be able to make it all the way through this song what like i should have never stopped and then <laughs> like i kind of fall back into that hole it was like ah it's gonna be so much work and my hand is tired i'm gonna i'm gonna pick this up later and then i don't pick it up later <laughs> yeah it's been a while for uh for me playing the drums too uh it's but the thing is it's like that never like that part of me has never left me. Like I'm always mm. with any song that I listen to, that's always the thing that I pick up. The the first thing that I pick up in a song is what kind of beats they have. And it, it may sound dorky, but I air drum dude. Like if I'm listening to a song that I'm just vibing with, like I'll just pretend that I'm sitting at a drum set and I'll, you know, I'll go through the motion, so to speak. But like, I haven't actually played on my drum set for it's been a few years and I think about it all the time, but I never do it sort of like you were talking about, like, you know, I, I should practice this. Like I, you know, I, I need to pick up the guitar again. Let's get this going, but you can never do it. You know, it's weird. I, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, I've, I've been trying to, to spend my time more productively as like, like, and that's one of those things, like I've been trying to, um, pick up better hobbies mm-hmm. because I I've played way too many video games. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I still do. Like I'd come home from work exhausted, and um, like like that. Like I just sit on the couch and turn it on, and it's just like like I was gone after that. <laughs> and then I get tired and go to bed, wake up, play games until. I had to go to work again and then yeah like and then boom yeah the, the, uh, lather rinse repeat you know <laughs> <laughs> so what do you because I I know recently talking with you uh, how long have you been working a, a third shift job um I worked at uh marathon cheese uh third shift for around three years okay uh that was 10 to 6 and then on Saturdays it was uh, six to midnight. Oh, man. yeah! Kudos to you. Uh, oh, uh, I, I, <laughs> I I hated every second of it. Like the oh. only thing I the only thing I liked about it was uh, uh, getting paid. <laughs> that was I, that I made was a lot. I, I made decent money. Uh, I left there. I was making seventeen thirty five an hour. I think like it was. I mean, it was I'd, good money. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd take that, right? Yeah, um, but I'm uh, right now. I I stock 
uh, a grocery store overnight. Like that's that that that's my so job now. The, Eleven to seven. So do you get the store to yourself? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's not just me. There's a, there's a whole team of people, but I do get to be like by myself for the most part. Like I bought, I bought a set of uh, like wireless earbuds. Like they're oh, yeah. connected by a cord in the middle. They've got like a microphone on them and shit. But I bought them specifically for this job because like like my first day there, you know they they don't shut off the the store radio. Right. <laughs> and it's that time of year, so I don't I don't want to hear this like fresh take on uh uh like up on the housetop or what whatever that oh, song what? is called like like oh, I, you you don't want to hear Bruno <laughs> Mars do a do a cover of that <laughs> I really don't <laughs> I've, uh, it's that age it's, old classic like it just it sounds like a club mix of a christmas carol like it's it's so weird (laughs) but yeah i would imagine so i i did i worked at target for for a few months uh, a couple years ago and i i'm sort of doing the same thing i was um technically called logistics uh, where we would, you know, basically unload freight trucks that came in with with all the products for Target. We'd unbox them and, and we'd put them on the shelves. And okay, it was, I mean, it was like more of the grunt work, um, you know, obviously, as, as you know, in your current role. Mm-hmm. But I liked the part of it, yeah, where I could just put in earbuds or put on headphones, just vibe out to music and, and you know, get the work done. So... Uh, I do see, I see benefits to doing that because of that. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to be listening to, you know, the, the newest rendition of white Christmas by, <laughs> um, you know, by, uh, I don't even know, uh, Sean Mendez or yeah. Yeah. Travis, <laughs> Travis Scott, acapella white Christmas. Um, that's not something that, you know, I, I necessarily want to hear or would go out of my way to hear. So being able yeah. to pick the tunes and, and just basic kind of zone out, right? Zone out, do the job. And that makes the job go by a lot faster, at least in my experience. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I listen, like I go between like music and like ask Reddit videos. Okay. Um, we're like, 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 it'll just be like a Reddit post. Like what, what are your craziest work stories? And then like, it'll just, you know, like story after story after story going for like two hours. <laughs> so I'll just like listen to these goofy things and like chuckle at myself or be really weirded out by these um, these freak occurrences that people have recorded on the internet. Um, or I'll, I'll listen to, to, to podcasts. I actually, um, uh, not to uh, not to toot the horn of, you know, the, the, the man, Jake Johnson, but uh <laughs> Uh, while I was driving at Toppers, I listened to the the first two episodes, mm. and then the third one I listened to uh, on my first night at this new job. Oh, like okay. like the first night, like I I had that playing. It was it was really really good, like really really good stuff. Like I got a lot of um 
a, a lot of like my own like interesting thoughts just like kind of like bouncing them off of like what you guys were talking about right right and i i noticed that too with myself well i appreciate first of all you listening because it's like it's pretty much my parents my sisters and then you <laughs> so i i i love it i and <laughs> anything i can get uh but um but yeah man i my main my main thing about doing this is, is I want to have talks with obviously people that I want to talk to who I think I can have good conversations with, but they're just like the raw unedited conversations. Um, you know, cause I've, I've had, you know, my parents, you know, they're like, Jake, I, this is good stuff, but it's too long. And I'm like, <laughs> Nope, uh, that's intentional. Like, I don't want to edit this. I don't want to censor this. I want it to be free flowing conversations. That's very important yeah. to me. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just having a good time with it, man. Uh, and I appreciate you coming on and, and talking with me and, uh, you know, it's just, it's just fun because with the pandemic and everything going on, it's like, it seems even more so now we're losing that personability. It's like, like that, the open dialogue, it's, it's all on our phones now. I, I know I sound like a boomer. <laughs> right. But, uh, but seriously, it's TikTok, dude. I can't tell you every single day. I, my roommate is huge into TikTok, man. Like he tells me he watches TikTok instead of like Netflix. Like he'll just go on TikTok for hours and, you know, playing video games. Uh, I play, I play a lot of cold war or uh, call of duty mm-hmm. with, with some buddies, Cody Wojcik actually is one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, one of the guys we play with, he, he watches TikTok in between every game. So I can hear it in the mic between oh. every game. Every time he <laughs> dies too, I hear TikTok and I just get so pissed off because it's like, well, first of all, TikTok is like the same 10 challenges or, you know, sound bites or whatever the hell it's over and over and over again. And I'm like, all right, the first time was cool. But like mm. some of these videos that get like millions of views and likes I'm like, how in the Sam fuck are these videos becoming viral and these people becoming celebrities? I'm like, what? I, my mind is blown. So like, I wanted to take a step back from that, talk with some good people, like real human beings, not be like, okay, Leo, stand there, take a couple steps back. And we're going to do this dance. All right. On three. <laughs> I saw it on Fortnite. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> But it, yeah, oh. it's, um, and I appreciate you saying that, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm happy to be here, you know, talking with you and, and having these talks. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, it's been a while since we've, uh, since we've conversed like, like with our voices, not, uh, not over, uh, not over messages. Yeah. Um, when I said too, like when we, when we first got on this call here, the first time that I saw you talking, yeah, because like, you said we see pictures and stuff on Facebook and, and what have you, but like actually seeing your mannerisms and your you know your smile, your laugh, all that kind of stuff, it's it adds another layer, man. That's a whole yeah. thing on my boomerant. We're losing the personability, <laughs> man. No, I I wholly I wholeheartedly agree. Like I think that, um, I like I do think that you know smartphones and the uh, the level of you know connection that people have now 
I think it's an awesome, awesome, wonderful thing. Like like the uh, the the internet, the the ability to share information to the whole world in an instant is fantastic. It's a wonderful thing that we've created. But <laughs> um, you know, like I've I've watched like friends and family just be like, oh, like child of mine, you're like to take this iPad and stop harassing me about anything yes. like yeah <laughs> like right. like I'm, I'm i'm taking i'm taking a break this is this is my two-hour parent break i'm gonna do anything else <laughs> yeah like here yeah take this technology go away from me this is pretty much yeah. what it is instead of you know i mentioned this in in the last episode with my buddy sam we talked about excuse me technology and how it's how it's escalating very quickly um you know yes i, I do see there's a lot of good but one of the issues that I had with it was just that it's like, I see I've seen now I'm not, I'm making a general statement. I will acknowledge <laughs> not every single parent or a person that I know has done this, but I've seen it enough times to say something about it to where it is like kids are acting up or whatever. And they just give them a phone, they give them a tablet. Uh, and that's, I don't know if they realize, but they're just, they're fostering more of that behavior because the kid that's a learned behavior. Then that mm-hmm. those kids, they know they just have to act up a little bit and they're going to get the iPad. They're going to get yes. to play some games or watch some videos. It's, it's, it's spooky. Like, like what, what is going to be the long-term effect of that? Like what, what is that going to do to like the personality of a generation? Like, (laughs) right. I mean, if you grow up like that and don't have any change, that's going to mess you up as an adult. Um, Mm -hmm. Because literally your whole life is, is attached to a, a device. And the only thing like you, you just know you have to, you know, be naughty, so to speak. And then you'll, you'll pretty much get what you want. Right. So it's just fostering these bad behaviors is like, okay, if I act up, then I'll get what I want, you know? Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of implications and it's a domino effect, man. And it's, but like I said, there's a lot of good with technology, Uh, but we have to also recognize the other side of that sword. uh, Yeah. The negatives that, that are coming from that. So, um, everything in moderation, man, everything. Exactly. And you, we check out this transition. So, um, <laughs> so talking about, you know, technology and how it's escalating and, and how we're being more attached. I want to talk about mental health. Boom. Right. How do you like that Boom. transition, baby? <laughs> it was um, a wonderful segue. <laughs> so Very natural. It, it was probably, yeah, it was, it was off. I, I know. Um, no, but I want to. <laughs> you. But I know, uh, I wanted to talk to you about mental health because when I first asked you to come on the podcast here, you had told me, um, you know, you had listened to the first few episodes of the Logic podcast mm-hmm. and, it, you know, it got those thoughts rattling your brain a little bit, uh, sparking some ideas. But you also mentioned that you've been doing a lot more of like self-exploration in terms of your own mental health. Uh, so, um and I'm sure everyone, you know, who's listening to this, mom, dad, Kylie, Caitlin, and, and Leo later, 
is um, <laughs> I'll be listening to my, I'll be listening to my episode. <laughs> okay, good, good. All right, so I got a solid five viewers then or listeners. Beautiful. Um, so in you know everyone everyone is hearing about mental health, especially uh, with this pandemic, right? There's been a lot more mm. talks about mental health in recent years. It's been gaining traction as well, but yeah, within this past year, it's really escalated. And I got to be honest with you, man, I, when it comes to mental health, I, I've never really taken a deep dive or had really a deep conversation about it. Um, and I don't know why that is. Uh, I don't know. It's never really come up organically, I guess. Um, but, but with you as somebody who's, you know, a lot more well-versed in mental health than myself, I want to take this opportunity to learn a little bit more about it sort of what journey you've been on, right, to get where you're at mm -hmm. now and, um, you know, and just, just hear about what that process has been like for you. Yeah, um, I, I, I've struggled with it a lot. Like, there, I mean, there was a lot from, uh, a, a lot from, well, I mean, I mean, I like it's all from the past, right? Yeah. Like, like as soon as it happens, it becomes the past. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I remember being angry. I remember, like, like I would get like fits of like blinding rage, and I had no idea why. Like I was, I was just mad all the time. The more I thought about it, I, I like I couldn't, I, I didn't understand it, because like like what I was told, you know, was like oh, be, be a man, suck it up, you know, like all all right. that. Yep. Uh, you know the 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 throwaway comments. Get get that out of here. You know that's that's <laughs> it's it's nothing. It's it's not anything you have to worry about. Right. Every guy goes through it. Men are just angry. I've been dealing <laughs> with this for thirty years. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but like like if if I had to like if I could tell teenage me like anything at all if i if i could if i could have just like one interaction like i would just give that kid a hug and tell him that he's not crazy there's a reason you're feeling what you're feeling and just keep 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 pushing through it and you know that uh, there's there's a lot of work involved but things get better like that's that's the big like that's a really hard thing to come to terms with when you're really down in that rut is that things get better. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, a big, I, th I mean, easily the most devastating side effect of poor mental health, depression, anxiety, you know, uh, you know, having, you know, mental conditions left unchecked, you know, if you don't go and seek help, if you don't know to seek help is uh, uh, suicide. And like, like the, the way I understand it is like, it's not like oftentimes, I, I guess I can't speak for, you know, everyone because every situation is unique. Right. Um, but 
I had it and now it's gone. Like it was like right at the front of my brain. Happens to me multiple times a day. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, I, it's not, it's not that they want things to end. It's right. that they want things as they know it to end. They want to be out of this rut. They want to not feel the way they feel. Like it's it's so overwhelming and ever present that like like that it becomes a viable option in in their mind. And that's that's terrifying, you know, like like I've I mean like I've I've struggled with thoughts. Um like I some some of my brothers have struggled with thoughts. Uh uh, my my fiance has um, struggled with it like since she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, she's on uh, two, or she's got like two different medications right now, um, and she, yeah, I mean, she's got it, she, she's got it real bad. Uh, the I think it's uh, major depressive disorder is is what what they've called it is yeah. like like when it's just like ex- exceptional and just remarkably tough. Like when, when meds will work and then not work, like, mm-hmm. so like you got to keep like upping dosages and stuff like that to try to figure out and re- or figure it out and rein it in, you know? Yeah. Um, so like those who, who are thinking, have those suicidal thoughts, you had said that, they it's not that they want to end their life necessarily it's just they want an escape from the current situation that they're in the things that they're feeling so Mm -hmm. at that point you know as i don't know how to say this but like as so if if suicidal thoughts get more prominent in someone's mind uh, is it like that that option is the only viable option that they can think of to get rid of this feeling or anything, you know, whatever's playing, plaguing them. Um, I think like a lack of knowledge and like both a lack of knowledge about it and like how to attack it. And just uh, a feeling of just like desperation. I think that like those two things combined are what uh, trigger a lot of those uh tragedies you know like Mm -hmm. um because it's 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 a horrible horrible thing uh that that can happen um but like if uh, this this goes to everyone if you are ever feeling like that is that is the way to solve your problems like if that if that is the, the only way out, if that is the only way out of this feeling, reach out, talk to someone who you know cares about you, uh, a family member, uh, a family, just reach out to a family, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like your family, your friends, uh, your support group. Like that's uh, a big, a big part of why I think I do so well is because uh, not that that like I do so well, but like like the the reason like I've been feeling better is because I've talked about it. Like I I, I try to discuss it openly. 
um, because there's not there isn't a lot of dialogue about it. Like you 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 had said, like it doesn't come up in conversation naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I I try to like I try to break the ice on it a little bit. Like if if I'll like notice that you know a, a friend is feeling down or they're not themselves or like they they seem like cold and distant like I, I i reach out um like i like i i make a point to i make a point to just be like you you doing okay like what's what's going on like i'm just like i just notice you're off like if you, you like you, we don't have to talk about it i'm just checking in because i care you know like like that's right. that's a big thing is that they they think that it's going to be a burden on whoever they tell it's going to be this this enormous weight it's going to drag them down you know it's going to uh, it's it's going to ruin the mood and you know everyone's going to be oh you're just you're you're whining you're negative that is not the case right. if if this person cares and they love you they want you to stick around and whatever that takes is what they're going to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, um, I actually lost uh, uh, a friend of mine that uh, g- uh, gave me this uh, tattoo. It's, uh, it's my brother's oh, keeper on it. That's cool. It's man. The, like the, the Celtic like brotherhood. Yeah. Hero. Um, uh, Connor has it as well. Um, but the, uh, the, the guy that did the tattoo was like a long time, like friend of the family. And then like it, it, you know, it seemed like he was fine. We didn't talk a whole lot because he lived in a different state and you know, like we, like when he would come up, we would, we would chat. It was like, no time had passed so like i hadn't really thought about it i never like it never he never struck me as someone who would be affected by it and like the, this was kind of like the trigger was like oh this can happen to anyone mm-hmm. even like the happiest people the yeah. people that seem the happiest can uh, just one day you know boom uh yeah like like take uh like famous examples um robin williams that's the one that came to my mind too yep uh what 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 an amazing and inspiring force of good and uh, i mean a remarkable talent that the the world lost because uh you know he he lost his uh his battle with mental health um, Chester Bennington, uh, Chris Cornell, uh, they, you know, there's, there's video evidence of them weeks prior be, you know, spending time with their family and smiling and, you know, really just enjoying themselves. Like you, if you just look at that snapshot, it's like, wow, you know, they're, they're, they're successful. They're happy. You know, they're, they're like, like the, it looks like genuine happiness and then uh, you know the, all of all of their friends and family and you know their their fans uh, are devastated you know like uh i mean a lot of 
uh, Chris Cornell's music, uh, whether it was, uh, you know, his solo stuff or with Soundgarden and Audio Slave, a lot of it is about uh, like substance abuse and, you know, uh, mental health issues. You know, a, a lot of those songs are about that. Yeah. Lincoln Park came out with one more light, I believe, uh, uh, on their last album. And like that, like every time I hear that song, I am reduced to a puddle. Like it's, it hits well, so much the, harder now. Well, like, even the song on their album, Heavy, you know, where, yeah. where the song, you know, opens up, I don't like my mind right now, stacking up problems that are so unnecessary, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, I don't want to say he's, you know, making a cry for help, but he's kind of, he kind of is, you know, he's, he's letting us know that literally that's, you know, what he's feeling, what he's going through. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and for us, you know, people who aren't famous, we're not wealthy, we're not in the spotlight. It's hard for us to comprehend that. I mean, when you think of a celebrity, usually it's like, well, they have the money, they have the fame, they have, they have everything, right. How can they, how can they possibly uh, have negative mental health like this? And then we're seeing all of these, these very upper echelon celebrities and musicians taking their lives or overdosing because that they suffered from these mental conditions. Right. And before, you know, before we go further on that, I just want to clarify we are to, so, so mental health is a broad term, right? There are a lot of different things, um, especially when you talk about negative implications for mental health, there are a lot of different Mm. things and disorders that are under that umbrella. So what I want to make sure real quick is that please do not try and self-diagnose yourself. Um, oh, yeah, that's it's, I I've, I've talked to a lot of people who, you know, it, they, they're like, ah, you know, I'm depressed. I have, I have ADD, I have ADHD, I have bipolar disorder. I have this, I have that, but they've never sought a, mental professional, uh, you know, a mental health professional. Um, So I just want to, you know, urge people who might be feeling things like this um, or anything negative in general, seek professional help because they're the ones that are going to be able to help you understand what you actually do have, what's fact, what's fiction. And Mm. from there, be able to, you know, put point you towards a path that can better that situation. Right. Yeah. And, and Leo and I are by no means mental health professionals. Oh, no. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> but that at the same time, that doesn't that doesn't damper the experiences that either of us have had with with these feelings. Right. But uh, before before you go around telling people that, you know, I have this, I have that and you haven't seen a professional, please do so just for your own just for your own sake. Right. Because just- if you if you want to get better. Um, you know, make sure you're doing your due diligence to be able to get to that, you know, that better place. Yes. Uh, you know, if uh, you had said like, don't, don't self diagnose or anything, but like, if, if there is like, if you think it might be that, uh, you know, it, it deserves attention, you know, right. it, it deserves uh, to be uh, uh, respected. And that, like, like if you leave it mm-hmm. untouched, if you don't deal with it, uh, you know, there, there is that chance that it, 
it'll fester and become something uh, larger than you know you you thought it could be and it 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 you know sometimes it's a it's it's a really slow burn you'll like it'll it'll ease in uh you know like you you won't you won't notice it necessarily it'll just like like one day you'll just like open your eyes and be like i don't do anything anymore like i feel like garbage always i'm always in my bed uh i'm i'm lethargic i'm sore constantly you know like Mm -hmm. uh you know, uh, depression has, uh, you know, they've proven that there are physical side effects to it. You know, they've, they've, uh, like your, your joints will actually like inflame, like, like you will, you will physically feel lethargic. Like it's not, it's not just in your head. You will feel drained and like, like it is, uh, an extra effort to move and to take care of things and you'll you'll lose interest in things that you find interesting or right. like like your you that you know that part of your brain that's fucking up <laughs> well right. yeah you know l- lead you away from those things like oh you're not good at it this is a waste of time it, it does it, this doesn't matter if you want to do it as long as it isn't hurting anyone of course it matters yeah absolutely like like do you find find out who you are you're not born knowing that you know i I think that's another thing that like isn't taught in high school is that like uh like learning about yourself you know Mm -hmm. self-exploration soul searching you know like yeah you know it's romanticized in books by like people quitting their jobs and traveling to bali and you know like going around (laughs) the world and having all these adventures and like that's great that's if you have the opportunity to do that what are you doing like go and like go (laughs) see the world you know yeah but uh you know can oh my hail's coming home there's yoshi (laughs) 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 uh Oh, where was I? I'm airheaded. Oh, you I'm were talking sorry. about you were talking about like if if people have the ability to do self exploration, right? Go to Bali or you know do all these different things to do it. Oh well, like like it's it's romanticized that way in like like media, like books and movies and stuff like that. But um, it's 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 a daily thing. Like it's it's an everyday kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you, uh, man, I am, I'm really airballing right now. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, you're not, you're not born knowing, uh, your likes and dislikes. These are things that you have to find out for yourself. Right. It's things you learn, right? The, the nature versus mm-hmm. nurture, like, you know, genetically, what are you, what are you giving at birth? What, what things about you, um, you know, are, are predetermined right before you're, before you even come out of the womb. Right. But mm-hmm. where more behavioral things, like what you like, what you don't like, right. You learn, like you have to experience like your parents, parents, for example, could love green beans, right. You love <laughs> green beans. You could try green beans. You could puke them up all over the place. 
right? Yeah. And that's an example. That's a real life example of me. <laughs> oh, I hate you, green beans, dude. Green beans are beans? gross. I hate I, green beans. I love <laughs> well, my green parents beans. Love them. So <laughs> this whole this whole idea of mental health um, is is kind of a daunting topic, you know, to to think mm-hmm. about, right? Because, like I said, there's so many different things under the umbrella of mental health, um, and like you said, it's like when we when we're growing up, right? That's where we learn what we like, what we don't like, but it's, it's sort of, there's a ceiling to it, right? We're only, we're only experiencing so much. Right. Whereas when we're in high school, like you were, you were talking about, it's, we're only given access to certain experiences. Mm -hmm. And really the goal of high school is to prepare us for college for the most part. Yeah. So, you know, learning math, science, English, um, you know, I don't even remember all of the <laughs> subjects, uh, but I, but yeah, I never it's, went. So <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's getting us ready. And, and from the time we're born, man, honestly, like from four years old, even sooner now, but like with pre-K with 4k, uh, you know, through on until you're 18 years old. So was, I, that's, you know, it's 14 years of your life straight that you're in school, not including college. If you choose to go to it mm-hmm. where you're just, I mean, I, the teachers out there will probably be pissed at me, but it's, it's, it's pretty much a uh, we're being, we're cattle in a way, you know, we're being herded towards one, one goal, right. One yep. path. Uh, and I, I don't mean to diss on any of the teachers. Now, I know probably no teachers are going to listen to this, uh, but just in case a teacher slips in here, I'm not, I'm not trying to diss you at all because I, I've had a lot of teachers who have taught me more than what their, their class subjects have. Um, one mm-hmm. specifically being Mr. Robish. That um, was my first example. Yes. Robby Kenobi. Uh, yes. He... He was our, he was a high school, middle and high school music teacher. He, mm-hmm. he still is, but I think I've taken away more from him uh, that has nothing to do with band necessarily. He, he, he really took time to give us life lessons. I, that was, that was through the music, right? Through the, yeah. through the practicing, through the rehearsal, through, through the shows and ensembles. It was, it was more so, uh, you know, the music was kind of a metaphor for, different aspects of life and he he really he really allowed us to to connect with that which i i love to this day i mean that was the Mm -hmm. most impact i've I've had you know in high school and um you know if he's listening to this i want him to know how much i've appreciated um you know everything he's done for me and and you know i i cherish him as as somebody uh, that i still look up to to this day um and uh, but it's I'm not trying to bash schooling or anything like that. You know, as, as someone who went and got their master's degree, I'm not necessarily the person who is like, you know, can be like, <laughs> man, after high school, you know, I just said, fuck it. Right. I Like I really, <laughs> I hated the system. Right. <laughs> I continued the system and I continued it again. So I, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not the shiny example. Uh, right. But it's, you know, objectively, schooling is very very narrow in terms of what the goal is for us to do right is to go to college it's to get 
is to get these professional, what we think of professional jobs, like corporate America, mm. like in accounting, yeah. business, marketing, that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, it, it, we don't even necessarily have a lot of time when we're going to school to, to figure out everything that we like or don't like. Right. Now, uh, um, there, there's, uh, I, I think like each and every person owes it to themselves to discover as much about themselves as they can. And I'm not saying like, like th- throw everything to the wind and to focus solely on that. That right. is a fool's errand. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is, it is important. Uh, I think too, because you know, I'm not a professional. I got cold feet. I never went to college. Right. right. <laughs> and then, and then I grew to, you know, no notice uh, f- flaws in in the 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 system i obviously right. i never took part in it i didn't go to college but like like urging an 18 year old or like like a 16 or 17 year old to decide on the subject they want to devote you know a, thousands and thousands of dollars and all of this time you know a decent chunk of your life to this you know yeah. to just be like like you 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 know, in the grand scheme of things, you barely really know anything at all. You know, there's there's a, a steep <laughs> yeah. learning curve once you get out on your own, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're like, oh, you know, you get ready to spend all this money and, you know, I hope you get a good job to pay it all back. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, this dude. Is, again, this is from the outside looking in, like, like it's. Uh, oh, yeah, it's. Yeah, man, I'm. <laughs> I'm in that spot, you know, I gotta, <laughs> gotta try and find a good job to pay it all back. You know, <laughs> it's, you are not off with that. Um, and I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to bash school. I, I do think it's important. And I do think there are benefits to going to school, you know, getting a degree again, depending on what you want to do though. Like mm. if you, if you want a career in business or marketing or, or mathematics or teaching, you do, you know, you do need to, to go get a college degree, but um, you know, there are tons of things that you can do that don't require a college degree that you can get maybe certificates for like, you know, the trades, right. Like construction, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being an electrician, plumber, all that, all that stuff is necessary, man. We need yeah. those people. So if that's what you want to do, I fucking love it, man. Do it, <laughs> do it. If you, if you're passionate about it, do it. If you think yeah. you could be passionate about it, try it. Yeah. Don't you, like, don't write it off. Just just take a step, take a leap of faith, try it out. If you don't like it, you can pivot and make a change at that point. But if yeah, you, if there's even a little inkling that you could love it, give it a shot. Because yeah. be, me being somebody who I'm at the point, like I said, I've gone through schooling. I, I just graduated last year in December, a, a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but luckily for me, I did, while I was going to school, I recognized that I needed different experiences. So I tried different things, right? Mm-hmm. Granted, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up, right? And I'm about to turn 26. Um, but like, I, 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 rec- I recognize that I need to be more open-minded and it's like when i'm looking for these jobs and everything like 
realizing that these don't define who I am. Like I, I need to, I need to be my own person, try things and figure out what I like and don't like. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and doing something that you actually like goes a long way when it comes to mental health as well, because I know a lot of people who, who feel trapped, uh, trapped at their jobs. Right. I I know a lot of people who want to quit because they hate their jobs or they hate their managers. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they hate the company culture because they don't give a shit about them. Right. But it, yep. they feel trapped <laughs> because they're like, well, if I quit and I try and do something that I, you know, would like, you know, it, it doesn't pay as much or, you know, I can't afford not having the income until I find what I want to do. Oh, and it's, you know, it, it's fucked up, man. It, it's fucked yeah. up because as people, our whole lives, we're looking for belonging and trying to find our purpose mm-hmm. in life. Whereas now like the system that we're in, it doesn't allow us to really take those leaps, right? It puts it, us it in a box. Reward it. No, it makes us, it, it really makes us, um, it, it puts us in a box and it makes us compliant to what the system is, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, everyone's different. I can't tell you to quit your job <laughs> or anybody's <laughs> job, but I, I, I do want to urge people and I'm finding this out right as I, I'm still learning too, man. I, I, it's, I'm still learning about this thing called life. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out still what I like, what I don't like and what I want to, like I said, what I want to be when I grow up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I would just, I, I would urge people to, you know, if you are experiencing like mental health, like if you're starting to recognize a change in yourself, like you don't, um, like you're not as happy as you once were, or your, your moods fluctuate up and down a lot, or, or if you feel really high highs and really low lows, uh, or, you know, any other thing where you just feel not yourself, don't run from it, recognize it, right? The first thing you have to recognize it. The second thing is take a look at your situation, right? Yeah. Try, try and figure out what might be causing this. Cause it could be, it could just be the spot that you're in. You're, 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 you're stuck. You feel stuck. So you, you don't feel like you have the ability to make changes that you need to make for yourself. Um, so if you're in that shitty job and you feel yourself changing, I, I would urge you to quit and find something else because there's nothing more important than your own mental health and sanity, because uh, without that, then what, what's life, man, honestly, what's, if we, if we can't be comfortable in our own skin, or at least work to be comfortable in our own skin, what the fuck is the point, man? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, like everything you just said, like it felt, I mean, like, obviously you're like, you're talking to me, we're in a, con- we're having a conversation, right. but like it, it felt like it was just like directed right at me because like, <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've struggled with that a lot. Like I've, I've, I've had a lot of time in factories. Mm-hmm. I've worked, uh, many jobs, uh, uh, d- bringing things kind of full circle, um, I like that there was a very uh, dark period in my head where like I 
I, like the, the, this was the, this ended with me recognizing that I had depression. Like this, well, well like the, the 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 lowest low ended when like like I finally just like like told uh, I told Haley like how 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 I felt mm-hmm. like like I would rather like claw my eyes out and then like dunk my entire head in a bucket of bleach then go back to that job i i can't i can't think of anything more grating more just awful to experience than that like it's not it's not that it's not laziness it's just a complete dread um and by the way, real quick, I didn't mean to laugh at that. Your facial expression made me laugh. I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. Your <laughs> no, facial you expression made me laugh. So those who can't see this, Leo, <laughs> Leo was pretty expressive and he made me chuckle there for a second. Wasn't not trying to laugh at at, at the guy here. So um, no, you no, but I can man. I understand. Yeah, I I get that. Where you know you had that moment of real realization. That was that was an aha moment for you. Like mm-hmm. realizing that you needed to get out of that job, right? But was that for your own mental health as well? Was that was that a realization? Because you said you told your fiance this, Haley, uh, how you were feeling, and that you would rather do this than go back to this job. Was this an aha moment for you for your mental health? Like, there's something going on here. Yeah, it was. Uh, like things weren't making sense. Uh, like, like it, and like I. I'm gonna be open about this, right? Like, like I think that uh, it's actually one of the things I, I really enjoy about the, uh, the 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 format of this podcast is that like there really isn't one. Like it's just like right. free flowing, open conversation. Yeah. It's like oh, like I I've come to value that so much, and like just being not like crass, but clear, mm-hmm. like 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 blunt and polite, like a, a combination of the two. Right. Um, it uh, like, it had gotten to the point where it was, it was really straining. It, like it was straining a relationship. She was like, like the, the, like the, the engagement is going to be off if you cannot get your shit together and you know i i finally like broke down i was like i was like i don't i don't know what's wrong with me i don't i've never experienced this before mm-hmm. i i feel i feel you know trapped by this tightness in my chest that i can't explain there's a pit in my stomach and an emptiness in me that 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 i i can't comprehend all of it like like it's it's just it's overwhelming and it, it, I feel it always. Like, I don't, I don't know what this is and it's horrible. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, Oh, Oh, okay. Let's fix this. <laughs> so she's like, so Leo, you're not just an asshole then. Okay. There's actually yes. something going on. Here. <laughs> you're not just a lazy douchebag. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, there was, uh, there was definitely an aha moment, uh, there. And th- you know, there, there have been several where like, like I'll identify like, uh, like 
toxic things that I've picked up, like just like or like different defense mechanisms, like like I'll, I would get like like snippy or like uh like defensive about mm-hmm. just random shit, like like just things that like it almost seemed like like petty to be that way but like that that's learned and like like when when it's explained to me i'm like oh yeah that's kind of messed up why am i like that (laughs) like why is that my go-to what is what is that i gotta fix this hang on (laughs) like i'll i'll I'll, i'm sticking a pin in this right now i'm working on that Right. But in the moment, it's like you, you, you feel it, right. It's, it's more of an emotional reaction instead of, instead of logical, right. Logic doesn't come in until later. And I actually just real quick side tangent, I go on a lot of these people buckle up um, (laughs) is, you know, I, I just, uh, I just watched a video uh, on, you know, emotional versus logical thinking and, you know, how our brains developed in the amygdala is like the part right at the base of our brain, it's right in the middle. That's our emotional center, right? That's the oldest part. That's the, um, at least, you know, when it comes to evolution and everything, that is, that's where the fight or flight thing comes into play. So with every piece of information that we take in, we, it goes straight to the amygdala. Like if, if, Mm -hmm. like if you were, for some reason, if you were to start, you know, throwing names at me, you know, calling me names or, you know, saying something that, um, you know, might get me heated. That would, I'm not, again, I know you wouldn't do that, but it would go, it would go to my amygdala and I would immediately want to act emotionally, say something emotionally instead mm-hmm. of taking a step back, taking a breath and, you know, trying to use a combination of logic and feeling, right. Cause I do think it's important to use both, but yes. I, I have been, straight off the cuff, emotional, um, for as long as I can remember, that's just been me. I've always been emotion first, you know, we'll deal with the consequences later And the vast majority of the times it's not a good situation. Um, so I'm, I, that's something I'm working on because I recognize that there's more negatives than positives, but I totally get what you're saying with that. Um, you know, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll do this little petty thing, you know, I'll, I'll do a little, you know, snip back here and there. And that, you know, the, they'll come back to me later and be like, well, you were a dick. This is what you said. And you shouldn't have said it. And you're like, huh, you're right. I was a dick. This <laughs> well, was, a, this was bad. <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> so like, yeah, that's the whole thing of, yeah. Just the knee jerk reaction to, you know, let's react emotionally. Let's, you know, if someone makes me feel bad, I want to make them feel bad, you know, for some reason, you know, it's the retaliation, but, um, so is that, so when you were talking to Haley about this, and then when you got that aha moment where you're like, I'd rather, I'd rather claw my eyes out, put my head in a bucket of bleach, then go back to this job. Is that when all of this started, like where you first started to recognize a change in yourself and then, you know, where you're like, I, I need to, I need to do something about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, the, the, the engagement was, uh, was the, that, that was like eye opening. And then we, we had that realization, which was also eye opening. And 
you know, I'm not going to say it wasn't a years long uphill battle to get like, I feel like I'm finally like, like I'm, I'm finally like breathing like fresh air. Like, like I'm, I'm finally like getting to a place where I'm like hopeful and uh, like regularly happy, you know, like, for it, you, brother, that's it, awesome. I'm happy to hear that. Really, thank you. Yeah, it's 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 been it's been a long time coming, but uh, you know, it's there's there's a lot of work that goes into it. You know, it's uh, I feel like I'm rambling. I feel like there was like like I was leading into this, and then no. I just kind of like took a part of it and just like started walking with it. No, like, I'm the I'm the one who rambles. I went on that side tangent for like five minutes, and then we actually got back to the the main point. <laughs> the main point. So no, you're I, good, I, dude. You're not I really related to you. I really related to you in that, like, I I am a very emotional person as well. Uh, like, like I. First off, I think this is healthy, but I'm I. Uh, I'm a crier straight up. Like, oh, that, like that's I, definitely a good thing. Yep. I, I like. I think it's. I think it's healthy. Like I I, I think that like, not like overdwelling on your emotions. You know, there's definitely like like it, like if you dwell way too long on negative feelings that's gonna have negative side effects but like mm-hmm. to you know f- really like feel out and acknowledge what it is you're experiencing you know like feeling your feelings i think that's i think that leads to like i, I think that's really important for like good mental health you know because yeah. uh, if you don't if you don't deal with those things if you don't handle your emotions you just kind of become like tied up mm-hmm. and like those things fester and you don't deal with problems and then like because you didn't deal with this emotion in this situation you're going to deal with it poorly the next time you have it and the next time the next time and all these problems build up mm-hmm. and then you know you like it it can it can change people, you know, like that's, that that's, that's, that that's your mind that you're neglecting, you know, like, yeah, like that, those are. And if, if you're not allowed to feel how you feel, that's detrimental to your mental health as well, because I mean, we're, we're human beings. Right. And I said, you know, the, the first part of our brains that was really formed was, our emotional center, right? Mm-hmm. So we are emotional creatures by nature. And if we're unable to feel those emotions and actually feel them, then yeah, like you mentioned after a while of just suppressing some feelings that, you know, I know I can relate to the crying thing. Like you said, in the beginning of our conversation with the whole mental health thing, it was, uh, you know, grow up, be a man, you know, everyone's been, you know, I've, I've experienced this for years. Yeah. You know, I've been depressed for years. Yeah, it's, it's the just, same it's, thing with it's crime. A part of the human condition. Get yeah, over it. Kid. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah. And it, it's the same thing with crying. It's men traditionally is, and honestly, it's, um, you know, an overly ma- masculine environment, right? Men are, are, are taught, 
or or thought to be these you know the alpha of alphas like testosterone through the roof like show no emotion because emotion is compromised and compromises weakness right uh, yeah that's that's a, so, a really good way to put that yeah <laughs> so you know crying uh it's like yeah be a man don't cry don't show your emotions don't shed a tear um and i know guys who are embarrassed you know when they if they do shed a tear and everything they're they're very they're very vulnerable in that moment they're like well don't look at me like don't talk about this you know because you know we're guys we're men we're not supposed to do this Mm -hmm. it's like well take a step back yes we are and i think it's important that we do um because like i said we are very emotional beings as human beings and men aren't any exception you know (laughs) yeah we all of that all of that shit about men don't cry and all that kind of stuff like again side tangent boom here we go uh (laughs) you know taking a taking a step back and looking at the whole structure of being masculine being a man i i see where there are roots in like the prehistoric you know men like cavemen it does like it's like showing your teeth that kind of the the primal instincts that is a weakness you know it shows it shows that there is um you know there there's a um there's a way for maybe a different male to come in to assert dominance, take over so on and so forth. But we're in the year 2020, man. Like Mm -hmm. we don't, we don't, for the most part, there are still tribes around the world, but for the most part in the developed world, there's no need for that. Like it's, as we're learning more about mental health, we're realizing also how important it is to be ourselves and to feel what we feel and crying when I think about crying, it's like, it's, it's releasing, like it's, it's the physical manifestation of holding in, you know, negative energy. And when you cry your tears, they could be the physical manifestation of, you know, that, that pain sort of rolling away, right. Mm -hmm. You're you're releasing it, right. You're getting it off your chest, which is super important because if you hold in that, that, that tightness, and you mentioned, when you were telling this to Haley and explaining everything, you had said something about the tightness in your chest that you mm. felt every single day. And it's not a coincidence, right? No. <laughs> it's, it's real. Like it has an effect on us, you know, and, and you know, suppressing our feelings um, could have a very negative effect on us and in our brains more specifically and could lead to mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I think that, you know, I, I, I do think being able to control your emotions is, is very good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like being able to like handle yourself is important. Yeah. Um, but like staying strong and, you know, not, not compromising or showing any weakness, like, like yeah. that's, like like from like from where i'm sitting right like that looks like weakness like it looks like you're afraid to show your emotions like it's oh if you're you're a pussy if you cry it was fucking, <laughs> like it it looks like you're a pussy if you don't like like you fucking won't right like you're not <laughs> you're you're not in touch with yourself you're not yeah like you're you're not being your true self like you're yeah you're sort of cowering behind this facade of being the alpha male 
Whereas, yeah, who, you know, who do you think you're lying to me or you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and it, it, yeah, it's, it's just like I mentioned with the whole reacting emotionally right away. Yeah. Having the balance between logic and emotion and being able to, um, you know, find a middle ground is important. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Because yes, being able to handle yourself is, is, it's necessary in everyday behavior with people, but of course there are circumstances where we just need to be all emotion. Right. And, and mm-hmm. um, you know, whether that's, you know, uh, expressing love with, you know, with, with a family member, with, you know, a, a, a significant other with, um, you know, with anyone who you're close with. Right. And we all have different, uh, different uh, emotional availabilities, I guess you can say, and who we let in, <laughs> who we, who we don't and you know, and how we express emotion. Yeah. Um, but I think, again, I think I've said this every episode, we just need, we need to be good people, man. Um, because I agree. if we're assholes to people, this doesn't help anyone's mental health either. It doesn't help us. It, it sure as hell doesn't help the people we're being assholes too, because then they feel more secluded, right? Where you mm-hmm. said one of the more most important things, at least for you as well, has been your support system. Yes. Right. The support systems are paramount. And if, if you're being an asshole and, and you're, you're fostering this kind of behavior, maybe if you're targeting, like let's use school for an example, right? If you're in middle school, high school, you're trying to figure out who your group is, who your tribe is. And you, you, you know, you see somebody you want to relate to and be in that group with, and you see they're bullying somebody or being a dick to somebody. You're going to hop on that, on that bandwagon and start, you know, calling them name, all the names under the sun, making them feel like shit because that other person might see that and like me, ka-ching. Yeah. Uh, but what people don't know and what we don't realize, especially as kids, is that all these negative effects, man, uh, that, that those kids have because they're being more and more secluded from, you know, from, and we're social animals too. And they're being more and more secluded into their own world, into their own head, which a lot of the times can prove to be devastating. Yeah. Uh, um, that fuck am I airheaded? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm stone cold sober right now. Like, I don't know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's happening is I'm, I'm, I'm sort of taking the ball and I'm running with it a hundred yards <laughs> And not giving you a chance to really elaborate on any of these points. I'm just, I, I, I'm just elaborate. I'm just going off of, of different, you know, things that are going on in my head. And I mentioned before, I'm a, I'm a crazy deep thinker all the time. Um, and, you know, I have all these thoughts flowing in my head. So if I don't get checked sometimes, this is what happens. <laughs> I'll just go on rants and in these word rampages. So I apologize if I'm, if I'm hindering your, your thought process here, man. Oh, no, no. It, uh, it's, um, actually like, like just to, just to touch on it again, depression can affect your memory. Like, like you'll, yeah. You like, you'll, uh, mental fog is, uh, is what it's 
referred to commonly just like like you can't like focus on shit like 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 you know like things need your attention Mm. but like like you it's like think about like having a like like you're using a computer using your mouse right yeah but there's another mouse connected to this pc but there's a you know there's only one cursor and you'll you'll try to you know you'll try to move it around and click on stuff but like every once in a while this other part of your brain just like like as soon as you're gonna do something just like like not not like they just like taps it like 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 there's a like there's a cat trying to knock it off a shelf or something like that like and you can't you just can't work through that or like pinpoint what it is you're trying to do you know like yeah it's and like that that affects your memory like you can't like recall things from conversations that you've just had like the it 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 really can like affect uh your your memory like like it's it's called mental health because like it's it's your whole mind like like that's important that's that's where all of your memories are that's where all of your uh, all the things you've learned uh reside that's where your personality is it's 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 there you know everything else is the meat vehicle yeah you know <laughs> yeah exactly that's yeah that's true everything is everything is controlled from from this you know this cranium up here and uh, when you think about it it's kind of crazy you know that this this lump of gray matter has all these different (laughs) chemical and electrical impulses and synapses and you know different parts communicating with each other it's it can real like this is a really great thing to think about if you're stoned right uh, you know, to really, yes. <laughs> if, if you, if you want to dive deep into your brain, how it works and why it works the way it does, you know, maybe, maybe take a little, uh, trip down, uh, you know, Mary Jane Lane, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? um, but it, it, it's, and when you said depression, you know, it messes with, you know, it's like the mouse analogy, right? You have one mouse that you're controlling, that you're trying to click in, maybe go to a different web browser type shit in. Um, but there's another mouse that's also connected that just, that'll just sometimes wiggle your, the, the cursor off, off of the point, right? It'll, it'll mm-hmm. just mess with you a little bit. Yeah. And that, that seems like, you know, different parts of the brain, maybe like a miscommunication. So like when you, I'm assuming you spoke to a, a professional, right? About, about your, you know, being diagnosed with depression. Mm-hmm. Did you see, did you go seek out a psychologist or a psychiatrist? Um, I, I actually, the, uh, it was, it was just my primary. Like I haven't, I haven't seen like a, a mental health professional, you know, like someone dedicated to that. Um, okay. I, I went to my primary and I was like, I am suffering from these things. Cause like, like the way I see it is like, like the primary is just kind of, it's like the operator, right? Like they're going to ask you like, like who you want to be directed to, right? Like you'll, you'll, you'll give them information and they'll go, okay, this guy can help you. We'll Mm -hmm. set up an appointment with this guy. There's this company. We work with them. They're great. Uh, you know, the, and they'll refer you to other people and then, you, you know, you'll go and see them. But, uh, you know, they, 
they had like a, a, a list of things they'll ask you, you know, if you have depression, when you come in, you know, they, they, they ask you every time, like, uh, like on a scale from like one to 10, one being like absolute garbage and 10 being <laughs> nonstop elation. Everything is wonderful. You know, where <laughs> are you on the spectrum? You know, that they, they, there's a lot more questions than that. Yeah, uh, I would hope you know, so. At least, I'm not right? the professional. I don't remember all of these things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just I just throw answers at them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she uh, she hooked me up with the uh, the the. Woof woof baby woof woof. Yoshi, everything's fine. Yoshi, cut the shit. <laughs> I wish he could hear you. He'd probably listen to you better. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right, man. Hey, this just adds to the. This is this is unfiltered. This is unedited. This is this is raw shit, baby. <laughs> that's that's very true. This is real uh, life. Where was I? You were t- so I asked you when you got your your diagnosis of of being uh, having depression did you see a psychologist or psychiatrist you said you saw your primary and saw them as the operator um and you were about to say she referred you to somebody oh no i i wasn't i wasn't referred uh you know i i answered all the questions on this list and she was like okay this this medication is pretty light mm-hmm You know, it's it's a good uh, you know starter. It's a good baseline. Yeah. Hold on. It it sounds like someone's fiddling with my doorknob. Okay. I, yeah. No worries, man. I just all I heard was someone fiddling I'm with the doorknob. I'm glad there wasn't like, a burglar or anything. <laughs> <laughs> like like I my my first like like the first thing I'm doing in any confrontation because like I feel like I've never really been in one. Yeah. Like the first thing I'm doing is I'm taking off all of my clothes. Like, <laughs> like, like, so, someone wants to scuffle. Someone's trying to break into my house. Like, like, I feel like the most unsettling thing to them would just to see this like overweight, pasty, nude man. <laughs> you know, at, at, at least I'll get like a, what? Like just like a moment <laughs> that's just mine. <laughs> well, I probably I don't know. I, you might get the luck where you, you take your clothes off, they'll take theirs off, and you know it's it sort of gets them even more emotionally charged towards whatever <laughs> they were doing. So <laughs> either either way, there's definite physical tension. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's there's going to be some physical contact going on either way. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> keep so, a little bit of peanut butter just like in a back pocket <laughs> just to add like if, if where the, did that if, come from if the nudity isn't enough the peanut butter should do it <laughs> right right it, that, yes it, yeah if, if full nudity doesn't work and the and then the peanut butter fails i mean there's nothing you can do at that point i mean you gotta just pretty much take it as it comes you know it's just gotta you know go with the situation <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just going for shock factor in the you know in those moments. Like, like, do you really want to fight a naked guy? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> like, you realize that this might end up with you unconscious. Like, <laughs> and me like still the, naked. Like, <laughs> like, like, I, 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 I would like it to be known. Like, no, I would, I, I. I like like wh- whatever dark place your brain takes that don't take it there like it's not happening right like <laughs> like if if the person is unconscious never right <laughs> but like yes yeah it, like, yeah like let's the, the, disclaimer the, the stranger danger yeah disclaimer should've. don't don't ever <laughs> you know try and you know, do dirty things with an unconscious person. Okay. Let's just let, make that very clear. We are not condoning. We are not condoning that type of behavior. Okay. We're just saying in a fight or flight situation where Leo is, doesn't have a weapon, his weapon is his naked body. Okay. And then, and then shock value. Yeah. And the shock would make that burglar unconscious. Leo would then call the police naked and tell them a burglar has entered his home. They'd come and get the burglar. Leo may or may not still be naked while the cops show up and take the burglar to jail. So there is no, you know, there, there's no dirty foul play <laughs> happening here with, with an unconscious burglar. Okay. There's, there's, there's zero Brock Turnering. Just, just want to <laughs> be clear. Okay. I know. I know some of you might, uh, go right to the gutter right away. Uh, I know I would. So I'm, I'm making this disclaimer for myself. Okay. Uh, you know, so, <laughs> so, so before you heard the, the doorknob jinkling a little bit, um, yes, let's get away from this. <laughs> we, we could go down a, a very long and dark hallway on this subject. Um, but before, yeah, before um, you check to see what's going on, you had said, so, you answered all these questions for your primary and they were, they were saying, so did your primary be like, here, here's this medication. Like, this is what I think you have. Uh, there's it's, it's very hit and miss uh, with, um, you know, depression medication. Uh, you know, the, the, the brain is so intricate. There's so, much we don't understand about it Mm. and i mean uh, emotions and thoughts and everything we perceive uh at at its base is chemical reactions that happen inside of this lump of fat in our skull right uh and uh, these medications affect that like they, they they affect this this imbalance or balance of uh you know, these, these chemicals in your head, mm-hmm. um, they're not, uh, you know, they're not like, a they're not happy pills or, or anything, you know, they're not just gonna, um, they're not just gonna like instantly make you feel better. It just like, since I've been on them, I feel like my mind is more pliable. Like I'm able to kind of like work myself out of moods as opposed to like just being weighed down by them right all day you know yeah being stuck in that yeah in that headspace it, it it makes it easier to 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 deal with okay. um 
And so, so your, your primary took the information that you have or that you gave um, and, and then prescribed you the medication that they think would have been best to, to help combat, you know, the, some of those feelings that you were experiencing. Yeah. Uh, yes. And like, like I said, it's, it's very hit and miss. There's a lot of different uh, medications, you know, there's uh, different, I don't know why I'm repeating myself, uh, but you know, some might work wonders for someone and then not work at all, or even work negatively for someone else. It's, right. it's very trial and error. Like I'm, I'm doing well with uh, bupropion now, but it down the road that might change because of something that happens in my brain that just happens and I don't understand it. And, you know, like you, you can't, constantly like monitor someone's brain you know that uh, that's that's a lot of equipment to walk around with i <laughs> right. feel like they'd be expensive as fuck yeah but yep. <laughs> um, exactly what i was gonna say uh but you know the this was the 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 first swing at it and it's uh, you know i i got lucky it's working um now, do you so so for mental health issues, things you're feeling like depression or bipolar disorder or whatever you might be ailing you? Do you think, like, do you think pharmaceutical drugs are the answer for everybody? Um, and I mean, not not everyone. Uh, you know, just that like there there might be a situation where like that you know those won't uh th those won't help you know there, mm -hmm. there are i mean i I'm, I'm sure there are people that you know haven't found success with uh i mean a a any of the the known medications which is and it's an awful thing to think about but like, you know the the there's been a lot of like a, a lot more research on it, you know, we're understanding more and more about it. So there are more options, you know, like you can see a, a counselor or a therapist or yeah. a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you know, that um, there, there are a lot of different outlets. Uh, there are even, uh, I'm trying to remember where it is. There was, uh, I think it's Oregon. Uh, was working on well they were kind of like leading the, the the charge for um legalization of uh medical shrooms yeah i think they actually they just them and maybe new jersey as well they legalized uh or they decriminalized all drugs all substances mm -hmm. and I, I i agree with that move wholeheartedly like it's you know there there are a lot of people that are you know unfortunately uh, addicted to uh i mean uh, opioids is yeah. the, the you know the first one that that comes to mind but uh I, I don't, but pharmaceutical I don't... drugs i mean yeah you can't, yeah you... like you can you can go to your doctor and be like, I am experiencing a lot of pain. Help me! And they throw Vi uh, Vicodin at you. You know, Vicodin is uh, 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 one, one that I've I've seen take 
a hold of people. Yeah. <laughs> like I've watched it happen with my eyes. <laughs> uh, and, but... and I don't know, have you done any research or heard anything? Um, you know, and the reason I asked you the question about if you think uh, medication or pharmaceutical drugs is an answer for, you know, virtually any or all of the, the mental health ailments that people might have. The reason I asked about that is because I've been taking a, a deeper dive into some of the natural kind of drugs, you know, like cannabis, uh, you mm. know, DMT, uh, psilocybin, LSD even. Um, and now granted, all those things are illegal, right? Federally, they're, you know, felony, they're, um, you know, the top of the line of, of, you know, the schedule one drug or, you know, yeah, they vary. I, I mean, unfortunately, but yeah. Yeah. But it, with the limited studies that have been done, um, I know specifically for depression, uh, when it comes to like psilocybin, um, you know, it, people with, with depression were treated with psilocybin instead of pharmaceutical mm -hmm. drugs. And, in the tests that they did, it was proven to be four times more effective than pharmaceutical drugs. And as I'm sure you know, psilocybin, those natural kind of drugs, DMT, cannabis, those are not addictive substances. Those aren't those aren't things to where you're going to, um, you know, like like opi opioids or other pharmaceutical drugs like Vicodin and stuff like that, um, where you're going to get a a biological dependence on this drug that could mm -hmm. essentially kill you. Right. Yeah. And, and what's crazy about, you know, cannabis and DMT specifically is that our brain, our body has natural receptors for these things. Right. So we mm -hmm. have uh, um, cannabinoid receptors and we have DMT receptors. And for, for me, as somebody who's vast majority uh, uneducated on the subjects, um, you know, that's like, well, in, in all these people who, you know, it, people, some people believe in evolution, some don't, you know, the, the jury's still out on that because nothing's been proven, so to speak. Right. Um, so, so thinking of it evolutionary, right, is if we, if we evolved to have these receptors in our bodies, that there's a pretty good idea and a good inkling that we should be consuming these, right? We like our, our bodies have evolved to process these, these different chemicals, these different, um, you know, uh, substances, right? And these are natural substances. Yeah. These aren't things that are manufactured uh, in a lab. Um, and one thing I also, I, I'm not a big fan of big pharma. I'm not a big fan of pharmaceutical drugs. Yeah. Um, and the, the main reasoning is because of the addictive nature of them and the fucking ridiculous side effects that um, many, if not the majority of all of them have. So like, yes, mm -hmm. one drug might, might help you with one symptom of something that you're going through. Right. But <laughs> every single commercial that they have for these new drugs is um, you know, don't take while pregnant, consult your physician, you know, you might experience, you know, weight gain, hair loss, you know, the shits you might, you know, <laughs> you might wake up with a, with a third arm, you know, all this kind of stuff. It just goes on and on and on. And at one point, at some point people have to think like, holy shit, 
Like, is this worth it? You know, like, are there any other ways to, to help with this? So psilocybin, DMT, even cannabis now, like there's, again, with being, with being um, illegal in, in, you know, the United States, there's very little access to these drugs Mm -hmm. um, or these substances, but what's there, there are ongoing studies for, for cannabis and depression going on right now uh the the little results that they're having it it is positive Uh, and like Mm -hmm. i said for psilocybin um you know that's in the studies they've done that's proven to be you know four times more effective than antidepressants so yeah um you know i like to me that's like what the fuck are we doing man like we we have these natural things that our bodies are meant to process we have these things are are, are not addictive, right? Granted, there are, you know, different side effects for cannabis. You know, it's not recommended that you take it before the age of 25, because that's when 25 is when your brain is fully formed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, taking cannabis before you're 25 on a regular basis has been proven to, you know, um, you know, schizophrenia actually uh, has been has been linked to yeah, yeah. Um, I now it, it's it's not. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not. You know, it, it's not an overwhelming number, but it's something to be aware of. Um, but if you're 25 and over, uh, I do. I and you're, you're you know even anxiety, which is another uh, you know a mental health ailment, right? And that's actually i pulled up a website before we started chatting my friend uh ah. it's it's not the national alliance of on mental illness and basically okay. all, all i typed in google was history of mental mental uh mental health and all these different articles came up a lot of them were the national alliance on mental illness and uh these stats are from 2018 but um you know, it gives a breakdown of the annual prevalence among U.S. adults by condition. So depression, bipolar, schizophrenia, anxiety. And, mm-hmm. um, and it says, so uh, actually anxiety is, is the most, um, you know, common uh, ailment, most common, um, you know, mental health ailment that people experience in the United States, uh, about 48 million people. Uh, so, so anxiety, you know, ADHD, ADD, you know, all that kind of is along the same vein because there are, there are, um, you know, you experience some of the same things with ADD, ADHD, anxiety, um, you know, um, you know, those things can stem from anxiety. So yeah, I would recommend if you're 25 and above, take a look at cannabis because cannabis actually, um, is can be one of the best treatments for anxiety. Um, uh, it, it, again, Leo and I were not medical professionals by any means. Not but at just, all. No, I've just never people. Been to college. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still, I, I still go back and forth with myself uh, if I can even read. So, um, but I, I would recommend, you know. It, and this kind of comes full circle to what we were talking about earlier with, with mental health and in figuring out what you like, what you don't like and in having experiences. Um, I would recommend, uh, you know, if you're able, if you're in a legal setting, 
I'm looking yeah. at you. I'm like, <laughs> well, not just you, Leo. I, I, and I forgot this was a podcast, so no one could see me looking at them. Um, I just stared right into the camera, people, okay? You have to make sure you're in a legal setting where, you know, cannabis or psilocybin or these these things are legal. Because um, I don't condone any illegal actions, Okay. Um, but like, try it out. Careful. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Use caution. Make sure you're, you're in a safe legal setting. And, Mm -hmm. uh, but if you suffer from anxiety or different mental, um, ailments, I would recommend checking out what's out there besides all the big pharmaceutical drugs that, you know, we're, we're being, uh, forced into a lot of the times, right? Because, we're not medical professionals. We don't know what these drugs do. Even their names are hard to say. Um, and we just default to, we just default to uh, our doctors, you know, say, right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times it's good. I'm not knocking doctors, but I, I will say, you know, a lot of these drug companies, they go to, they go to medical professionals, they go to, you know, the doctors and they try to sell these drugs to get them to sell these drugs, um, you know, because it, it gives them a little, uh, you know, walking around money. If they sell enough yeah. of this drug, these big drug companies will give them a, a, uh, a kickback uh, yeah. on that. So that's something that we need to be aware of as well. Um, but I, I would urge people to look into natural uh, remedies for, for anything, really. Um, especially when it comes to your mental health, there are, there are things out there that uh, are proving to be very, uh, very good substitutes to big pharmaceutical drugs. And uh, again, make sure you're around, you know, you're in a safe environment, it's legal. Um, but I I would do research, right? I'm, I'm huge on research. I look, I look things up all the time. I look at reviews, because uh, I, I want to be, I want to have the best information that I can before jumping into anything. So yeah. I wouldn't, and I, I'm going to tell everybody at home, uh, mom, dad, Kylie, Caitlin, and Leo later, um, that <laughs> uh, that I wouldn't be saying this if I didn't, you know, if I didn't look at this ahead of time and felt comfortable saying this kind of stuff. Right. Because I am. I'm uh, being, being such a, a critical thinker such as myself and somebody who likes to, to dive in to rabbit holes and, and research things almost obsessively sometimes, depending mm-hmm. on the topic. Um, I would urge, urge you to do your own research too. I'll, I guess I'll just leave it at that. Don't, don't stick to the, what the status quo is and what we've been, what we've been accustomed to. Um, I would just urge people to be their own people. Uh, you know, mm. do your own research, figure out what's going to be best for you, right? What's yeah. best for you is, is the most important thing. So, um, so yeah, again, Leo, I'm sorry, dude, that was another tangent. Like sometimes good, you gotta, man. you gotta slap me around a little bit. You gotta be like, Jake, shut the hell up. Like we're trying to have a conversation here, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's all good. Um, uh, as as far as like safety goes, I would like to touch on that. Like, if you are using a- any uh, psychoactive substance, uh, yeah, to, um, you know, even things further than uh, cannabis, like uh, psilocybin or DMT, LSD, yeah. you know, things like that, um, uh, make sure that you are in, you know, you you are in a positive, you know, a good 
headspace before one hundred percenting with anything. Uh, you know, like like you had said, research, uh, make sure there are people who I mean are either experienced or mm-hmm. people that you, you you know you trust with your life. <laughs> yeah, literally, <laughs> yeah. You know that that you know the, it has the potential for that to be the case, you know, like like mm-hmm. You know, you need someone who's level-headed that really cares about you that you can trust to be there and kind of watch over you. Um, essentially, usher you through these experiences, right? And yes, and, and what's important to know is that, yeah, especially with uh, DMT and psilocybin, um, you definitely need to be with somebody uh, who has either experienced it or. Um, you know, I'm just going to say you have to be, be with a professional. Now, I've never, I've never experienced either of those things. Again, this is just all of my own reading that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you were to do this in, in somewhere that's, that it's legal to do it, um, or, or somewhere that offers a facility where, you know, they do have trained professionals to do this, uh, everything mm-hmm. that I've, that I've read, I would recommend trying it. Um, you know, because, there are there are a lot of of benefits that I've read uh, about doing it. Uh, granted, there are negative things that some people have experienced too. But um, again, what's best for you? Do your research. Uh, figure something out. If you want to try it, do it. But make sure you're safe. Okay, make sure it's safe and legal. Um, and uh, and uh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, because what Leo said, you know, make sure you're in a positive state of mind, because for, from what I understand with, you know, with the psychoactive drugs, um, that that mentality will follow you into the trip. Right? Yeah, it, it, absolutely. It's 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 magnified. And, you, you know, your your brain will just kind of I, I would like it to be known that this is all uh like, like I, I'm, I, I believe in like, like openness. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't, um, I haven't experimented with uh, any like uh, psilocybin or DMT, LSD, like any of the hallucinogens. Yeah. Um, but the, this is, uh, it, it's, it's just been like for my own you know, research of what could happen if one were to experiment with it, mm-hmm. you know, just preparedness is, uh, is, is key in those situations. 100%. Um, as, as far as like the legality of, um, of, uh, a lot of drugs, you know, we, we, we had touched on, uh, Oregon and potentially was it New Jersey? Yeah, I think so. Uh, they had decriminalized all drugs. Uh, mm. I, I think that is a wonderfully progressive thing to do. I think that's what we always should have been doing. Um, and I mean, like, there are a lot of drugs that are very bad. Heroin is horrible. It's horrible for people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and it's it's incredibly addictive. It, I mean. 
you know, like there, there are some things like, like to some people might have a, a, a cigarette because nicotine's a drug, right? Yeah. Some people might have like a cigarette or two cigarettes and not pick up the habit. But then there are some people who, you know, just take one puff and they get that head rush and, uh, you know, the, the, the rest is history. You know, they're, they're lifetime chain smokers, you know, yep. like, like it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, these things are so addictive and gripping and crippling but uh i i believe it's uh i believe it's sweden uh has uh, methadone clinics they're uh they're paid for by the government they are free to use uh they test you when you come in uh to see if you have uh a, a you know that kind of drug in your system mm. Uh, and then they have uh, professionals make it so it's not being cut with anything that, you know, will kill you outright. Uh, right. You know, it's it's as about as safe as it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, all of the, the the needles and the environment, all of the people who interact with you, it's all sterile. Uh, and like I said, it's it's a free service. As long as you have it in your system, uh, you get a fix. There are professionals that keep an eye on you you know you're you're in a, a clinic among you know these these medical professionals that you know if if something off were to happen like you would have some uh i don't know like like heart failure like some kind of an overdose mm-hmm. or anything you know if something like that goes wrong there are people there that can help you uh, another thing this does is it takes money away from uh you know the people that deal these drugs who you know might uh you know cut it with something that is really really harmful or uh you know like uh, you know there's no chance for you to have something spread to you because you know you're using your your buddy's needle or something like that like right that's that's you know hepatitis and hiv you know that you don't know what these people have exactly you know you you don't know you don't know what what anyone has you know like most like most people most people are you know are born with like hpv mm-hmm. like it's just it's just like that common mm-hmm. and a lot of people you know i feel like that flies under the radar a lot of the times but uh that that was a that was random. <laughs> um, I've gone on a couple of those tonight, Leo. So <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> uh, but I think I think that that is, you know, gonna gonna help people because I mean, all of your resources are right there in that one building. It's that's that's as safe an environment for it as it gets. And, you know, that's not, it's not damning these people for falling on a hard times and making a poor decision. Uh, it's saying like, like, yes, you've, you, you're off the wagon or you've, you, you know, you've stumbled down this, this destructive path. Let us help you back, you know, let us, right. you know, help you back on your feet, give you these resources and, you know, get you fully functioning again you know because uh, addiction is 
it's a scary thing. It's a it really is. scary and, thing. And once you're addicted, I mean, you really don't have control. I mean, if you that, if you're if you're biologically dependent on a substance, right? Your your body physically craves it and and needs it, or it tells yeah. you that it need that it needs it. So you really don't. You can't just flip a switch and be like, okay, yeah, I'm done. You know, if you're addicted to like opiates or Vicodin or, um, or you know, heroin or you know anything like things like that, um, mm-hmm. you know, to to dive into two different you know, legal and legal drugs. Um, it's, you really, you're sort of taking a backseat to that. Yeah. And, and it, listen, we can, <laughs> trust me, we we can, we can go down another rabbit hole about, you know, drugs, legal versus non-legal, um, you know, our opinions on, on what we think should be legal, what shouldn't be legal um, and all that right. kind of stuff. But, the point I wanted to make is I'm not, again, I'm not condoning, I'm not condoning uh, illegal drug use. What I am, what I am saying is that if, if you're presented with an opportunity to where it is legal, if you've done your research, if you're in a safe environment, and if you've determined that that's something that you want to do um, and as of a benefit to you, then I would say that, you know, that's your choice. I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to condone anything. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to, um, uh, I'm not going to make people feel bad for, you know, decision that they do make, because I do think again, with the research that I've done, I do think there are, there are more benefits with some of the illegal drugs than the legal drugs that we have right now. And I think that's a big problem and it's all based around money, but, um, if, if you are experiencing some mental health ailments, do research, figure out what's best for you. Because at the end of the day, your mental health, your stability, your happiness is the most paramount thing um, that, that matters in this world. Because if, if, you're, not, if you're not in a good headspace, um, if you don't feel like yourself, you're not going to be able to experience life the way that you want to. So, um, so yeah, I, there was another little tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> um yes and uh you know re- regardless of what the uh that that part of your brain that's fucking up you know whatever the the the, the demons clawing at your back are telling you uh you know wh- whoever it is that that listens to this uh y- you matter and the the world is better with you here um 100% you know, there's the there's so much. You know, you know all that potential. You know, is 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 gone. You know, in an instant, and uh, you know, like as as far as like how it. Um, uh it would affect you know those uh around you because you know that yeah i i don't know a single person that has no loved ones that you know the i i feel like everybody's got somebody right mm-hmm. um it you know it in in that moment it it might look like you are 
ending your pain, you know, putting finality to it. But all it really does is takes that energy and spreads it to the people that are devastated by uh, the tragic decision that was made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, you know, all, all of that weight is, uh, it's, 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 it's spread to the, you know, to those who would have listened, who would have wanted you to reach out, who, uh, might end up regretting not reaching out themselves, uh, and it, you know, it's rough, man. It is. Just stick, it, stick around, please. It, yeah. And, you know, honestly, I, I feel like, um, you know, just as a, as another quick sidebar, I do feel like this is a sort of, this is a good, uh, this is a good breaking point, right? This is, this is a good stopping point for uh, this, this conversation, just the, mm-hmm. on the on this episode, right? And, and um, because there are a lot of things that we covered, but I think this is a good a full circle uh, sort of like we're going to leave you with this um, because I, I would love to have you on again. I, yeah. I really, I really love talking to you, and if if you'd be willing, I'd I'd love to have you back. Um, Absolutely. So, um, so we just wanted to yeah, in, in wrapping in this part up because. Leo and I touched on a bunch of things that we can go on for hours more on. And um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we could go, we're recording this on sun, or Saturday evening, um, December 5th. We could go well into the wee hours of Sunday morning, December 6th. Um, but, you know, I, I, I've gotten criticism about the length of these puppies at two <laughs> hours. I can't imagine being, uh, you know, eight to 10, you know, so, uh, <laughs> um, but what Leo's saying is, is a hundred percent, right. You know, every, every single one of us as human beings has, we have a different makeup and we're each as corny as it may sound, we're each individual people and we feel things in a fundamentally different way. Yes. There are a lot of commonalities, but each one of us has a little difference in us right there there's different things Mm -hmm. that we we like we don't like and all this kind of stuff and um and one one thing i want to make sure and clear of is that every single person that may be listening to this or may not be listening to this Mm -hmm. uh, you're a valued human being whether whether i've talked to you whether leo has talked to you whether we have not i want everyone to know this because I know people who um, are dealing with mental health uh, ailments, right? People very close to me, you being one, Leo, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not something to fuck around with. It's, no. uh, you know, and you get these people who are like, well, mental health, you know, that's just a bullshit thing. People just look for attention, so on and so forth. Yeah, aren't you just being well, sad? Isn't it just being sad? Yeah, Way yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, you, you know, if, if you're fortunate enough not to, not to be dealing with these ailments, which on a side note, I think all of us do at some point and, and are affected by something, right? Um, mm-hmm. Whether we realize it or acknowledge it is a different fact, but if, if you're cool, if you're fine, like good for you, like that's awesome. But don't make people feel lesser 
because they're going through something that they need to, that they need to address and, and work on to get better at. Um, you know, because every, every person's feelings about themselves is valid. Like nobody, nobody should feel like, well, I don't think, I don't really think you're depressed. So you're not depressed. Like don't, don't go around yeah. telling people that you're depressed. Uh, you know, if people are saying that, you know, politely tell them to fuck off because <laughs> politely. they're, they're not you. They're not feeling the feel, you know, they're not feeling what you're feeling. They're mm-hmm. not going through what you're going through. And I know a lot of people who are going through shit right now, people who I love dearly. And I, I want them to know, and I want everyone to know in general that I wholeheartedly support every single one of you. Um, and I am here again. If, if I've never talked to you before, I don't care if you're listening to this uh, you, I, I want you to, if you're dealing with things, I want you to find a way to contact me. Um, whether that's, you know, on, on my you know Facebook, the logic podcast, Facebook page, um, you know, or, you know, I, I'm sure on, uh, I post, I post this link on my rss.com feed. Uh, I'm sure that I think there's a place for comments, reach out to me, uh, or reach out to my personal Facebook, uh, you know, linked or LinkedIn. What the fuck? Uh, my personal <laughs> Facebook, you can reach out to me on Instagram. Um, message me, uh, for fuck's sake, please do, because I would be more than happy to talk to you. Um, and, and let you know that you matter. And, uh, I'd be more than happy to do whatever I can to, to, to try and better your situation. Again, I don't care if we've never talked, I don't care if we talked once when we were five, like, fuck it, man, we're, we're all people. I, and I, I genuinely care about people. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, you have a place in my heart, honestly, truthfully. And, um, you know, I am here, I'm here to help where I can. And, um, if I can't, I'll do everything that I can to, to get you the help that you, that you want and deserve. So, um, you know, sort of as a, as a parting message, you're loved, you know, don't, yes. don't, don't let anybody on this fucking planet make you feel like you're anything less than yourself because you're not right. You're, you're, your own human being. You're trying to find the way, you know, we're all trying to find a way we're all born into this world with a purpose. I really do feel that. And what life is, we're trying to figure that purpose out. And I'm going to tell you, even the people who are celebrities and they can say that they figured it out. I can guarantee you they're still searching themselves. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, lifestyle, you know, that kind of shit doesn't matter. You're a person with feelings. Those feelings are valid. Let's figure out this life thing together. You're, you're not alone. Okay. Never. If you're feeling alone, reach out to a loved one, reach out to family, friends, reach out to me for fuck's sake. Uh, I know Leo would love to, to have you reach out to him. Uh, and we're, we're here to help. We're here to talk. We're here to listen. Uh, and we're here to, to do whatever we can to, to make sure that you're okay. Right. And, um, and go ahead, Leo. Oh, I, I just wanted to take like a hot second to legitimize what he, yes. what, what he said. You were like, like, I'm sure Leo would love that. Like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Unabashedly. Yes. I like, like, I, I, I don't care if we don't like it. Like if we don't even like each other, like, like if, like, if you don't need me to talk, if you do want me to talk, it doesn't matter. Sometimes just talking about things kind of, 
you know, it's, it's, it's a memory of something you did. You said it, mm-hmm. you know, so, some, sometimes it'll, uh, that'll make it real. And there are a lot of people that, um, uh, you know, might see like their problems is, is larger, lesser than someone else's. And the thing is that, you know, each, every single person's experience is exclusive to that one person. No one's going to yeah. perceive things the way that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no one's going to see the same shades of uh, colors as, as you do or taste things the same way. You know, it's, it's all exclusive to each person. Uh, so, you know, your problems are your problems. What you're dealing with is what you are dealing with. And, you know, those, those struggles matter, you, you know, the, the, no, no decent, respectable person that's worth their salt wants you to lose that fight. And if they do, then they can go fuck themselves. Yep. <laughs> like that's, that's, that's a garbage person. I I I think they would have the potential to come around, but like that 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 is that is a toxic person that you do not need to be around in that situation. <laughs> but if you're yeah, if you're not getting the the response that you need, reach reach out to somebody else because don't waste your time on that negativity. Um, mm-hmm. Because I I know I repeat myself a lot, but I just want to reiterate one more time: you are loved, you matter, and if you feel like you don't matter, reach out. Okay. We, we will, we will figure something out. Um, and we will, we will do our best. You know, your loved ones will do their best to help you get through these trying times. We all have them. You're not alone. Um, you know, you're not the only one on this planet that, that might be feeling the way that you are reach out for help, right? We all need help. Uh, throughout our lives, not just every once in a while, uh, you know, we, we can't, we can't survive without help. And, um, you know, the main, the main thing is, you know, our, our happiness and mm-hmm. um, I'm here to help if I can. Leo's here to help if he can. Uh, I love you. I like just, just, uh, you know, any, 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 anyone, anyone listening. I, I, I love you. Yeah. It's, and honestly, it, may, it might sound corny. It might sound cheesy, but you know, this is some serious shit. Yeah. You know, I, again, I, I personally know people who are going through tough times right now and they need to know they're not alone. They're valid. You know, their, their feelings are validated and, and I'm here to do everything that I can to fucking help you. Everything that I can. I don't care if you message me at message or call me late at night, wee hours in the morning. As soon as I'm able to get that message or that call, I will, I will act on it. I will respond to you. I will call you back. I will talk to you for as long as you need me to. I will get in contact with whoever, um, you know, might need to, to help with the situation. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I get in contact with the resources we might need, but the bottom line is I'm here to help. And I'm fucking serious about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can joke around all we want to, but you guys need to know that you're loved and that there are people here to help. So, um, before I repeat myself another 10,000 times <laughs> saying the same thing, uh, I just wanted to say again, thank you to Leo for coming on and talking with mm-hmm. me. I appreciate it, brother. Um, 
it is yeah it's it been is, it's been it's it been a, fun my dude. pleasure and i appreciate you helping me better understand just the whole mental health thing because like i said it's it's not something that comes up organically in conversations and it's not something that i've really taken a dive into um so I, and i know we do actually have a lot more to talk about there's so many things we can talk about with mental health and and all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. um but yeah i i appreciate your time man it's i i yeah. loved it i really did I, I have uh, I have enjoyed myself as well, and well, I look forward to uh, being on here again. Well, I appreciate that. I'm looking forward to it too, brother. Honestly, really, I, I am. I love yeah. This this fucking raw conversations with with people that I hold dear is is uh, it's awesome. Uh, but on that note, I appreciate everyone uh, tuning in. Mom, Dad, Kylie, Caitlin, Leo, later, and. Um, yeah. Yeah, I will. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. But until then, peace.